I've got a giant, pulsating, unexplained phenomenon. The queen is a lizard. I've left bloodstains on the carpet. Top 10 saddest anime deaths. Why don't you come and explain this cryptid? Scooby-Doo monsters unleashed. I've got an unexplained sighting to show you. I'm feeling Illuminati. Give me another mystery, Daddy. Oh, this goes all the way to the top. It's a conspiracy. I've never been to school. Oh no, all my theories are leaking out of me. Ah! Those leaks are gonna ruin the upholstery. Welcome back to our gorgeous little poddy, everybody. Um, Sticky Heads, I don't really know how we have an established fandom name for you all yet. We'll have to consult um, the fan, Phoebe, and we'll get back to you on what uh, she'd personally like to be referred to as, because we don't want, obviously don't want to kind of ruffle any feathers there, ruffle any singular feathers for our singular fan. Um, but I'm just going to go with stick, Sticky, Stickettes? Stickettes for now. Welcome back, Stickettes. That's nice, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a gorgeous young little podcast in its infancy about uh, solving the world's greatest mysteries c- definitively, completely, once and for all, and for us never ever to talk about them ever again because it's boring. So we're just going to, we're basically just rifling through ep by ep, getting them all sorted. So, I mean, if you want a personal mystery solving, just uh, ring me. That's uh, just type in my name on a phone and I'll just appear. And you can talk to me about it, and I'll just probably just uh, just sort that out for you. That's all chill. Um, so yes, I am James. I'm one of the hosts. This is Amy. She is a different one of the hosts. Hello, I good am intro, Amy. a host of Sticky Leaks. Um, <laughs> it's good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a really good mystery for you this week. Um, it's oh my been God. brewing. It's been brewing inside me for quite some time, and I'm ready to like pop it out. And what if it's not a mystery at all? It's just a small duck egg out of your cloaca. Yeah, I think I'd I'd like... (laughs) You did say yesterday before the podcast you were just having it scooped out. So how's that (laughs) going? So maybe you can't actually expel a small duck egg because you are in fact neutered now. We've spayed you. Uh, Yeah, yeah. To be honest, um, I haven't really got the ability to create life there's like my body stopped at creating me and then was like yeah no we don't need to do any more here so it's just like an undercook runny poached duck egg that's been scraped out of me and formed into about an hour's worth of content that's amazing i was imagine like you get because when you said the phrase scoop it out aka a hysterectomy um i my mind went to when you kind of like de-seed a pumpkin and you just get a big spoon in there scoop it and then throw it in a sack and then and then you just throw it in the road and then you put a little tea light in there yeah well you could you get a little tea light in you you've got so many organs missing at this point there's probably not there's a lot of room rattling around oh my god there's so much room amy get a yankee candle put a big yankee candle in there a little bit of sea breeze oh i'd love that Oh, skanky like candle. Mrs. Hinch in my in my abdomen. <laughs> skanky candle. Fuck off. I mean, that's the, that's the new product we're going to launch. That's the new product line. Get ready for them. Skanky what are candles. Our, what are our fragrances? Um, Dad's despair. <laughs> uh, musty attic. Uh, granddad's secret. <laughs> Dog's dinner. Uh, and. Um, <laughs> A spade cat. <laughs> Five flirty nice. vague fragrances for teens. <laughs> I want Granddad's secret. <laughs> Uncle's demise. I wanna, Uncle's wrongful prison I want to make, <laughs> make myself a nice hot cho- choppy and, and light up Uncle's prison sentence <laughs> on a rainy Sunday afternoon. While I'm doing the crossword. Oh, that'd be lovely. You just get you get a whiff of sort of Kafkaesque um, entrapment. 
Anyway, <laughs> what mystery are you doing to this week, Amy? Well, I am plunging my nose Ugh. into the world of gaming because I was pegged you, you know, for a gamer. You've you have always pegged me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Go um, on. I'm not indulging that one. Go on. Yeah, I but. <laughs> As a as a seasoned gamer, I thought it was important to bring to light one of the biggest mysteries of one of I would say, if not the best, one of the best games franchises of all time, um, mm-hmm. and that is a game that I hold very very dear to my heart, and I know you do too. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about the biggest mystery in the Sims universe. Oh my god, I can't wait. Sign me bloody up. Now, what do you think the biggest mystery of the Sims universe is? Maybe it's, um, well, t- honestly, today I did experience uh, my bin being kicked over. So I was, I mean, that's very Sim esque. Yeah, I came down and my little food waste bin was on its side and it was all over the street. And I just kind of did a, ugh, and walked, I just took my dog for a walk anyway, came back and lightly scooped it into the bin again. And then my landlady, who I've said one single word to my entire life, um, whose name is written G-I-L-L, and I call her Gil. It's definitely not Gil. It's probably Jill. But I, my brain won't do that. I'm just like, hi, Gil. And she, I was listening to, <laughs> listening to something, um, and I couldn't really hear, and she just approached me from behind and went, you've got a piss on that. <laughs> Genuinely. Because um, she was like, foxes must know who the alpha is. And the, the only more alpha male, alpha than them is a human. So I, I tend to get young men to piss in jars and I pour it around the bin. It's a genuine thing, she told me. And she's like, currently don't have any young men living with me, but if you want to piss on it, go ahead. <laughs> what? That's genuinely an interaction I had this morning, which I do feel is very Sim-esque. <laughs> like... With a woman that you pay hundreds of pounds to each month. Yeah, my landlady has invited me to to openly piss in the street on her bin. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Also, what you should provide her with jars of piss in exchange for a reduced rent. Yeah, not 30 quid off, darling. (laughs) I'll do do the honours. Piss all over the bins. (laughs) I mean, I definitely can just lead Lucy down there when she's drunk and she'll just have a whiz on all of them. That would take five minutes. Nothing. Yeah, but... Like, your landlady specified that it was young men's piss. Oh, like, actually, that's true. is there a difference? Like, do foxes see gender? Are they do gender f- essentialists? Would they would they know if it's a cis, a cis man or... God, maybe a fox know, would, would they know? is quite a turfy animal. I mean, they tend to live in London, Turf Central. They're little scroungers, turfs. I don't know, maybe they are a bit turfy. Maybe they do see a binary. Oh. And they're like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not... This this piss to me um, goes against my notions of the binary, so I'm not. I'm going to politely ignore it and still fucking wreck your bin. I don't respect. <laughs> I don't respect your gender. <laughs> God, maybe maybe it wasn't a fox at all. Maybe it's just Robert Webb. <laughs> yeah, I can see him like pissing on pissing on bins. Fucking turf cunt. Bad opinions. With his bad. Go on then. It. Right. What is what is the biggest Sims mystery in the universe? <laughs> so, um, for anyone who doesn't know, The Sims is a life simulator. <laughs> right for anyone who, right anyone who was popular at school, I'm going to explain The Sims to you. We'll never um, have heard of The Sims. Yeah, <laughs> didn't spend all Saturday doing The Sims. I would spend every hour that I wasn't. Um, being a little swat in school and being bullied by my friends Um, (laughs) pretending I was someone else on a computer game with very bad graphics Um, and essentially it gives you the opportunity to play God so you can control these Sims lives they've got their own language they've got their own rules they've got their own universe Um, and over the different sort of I guess like would you call them seasons or generations of Sims games? Generations, um, yeah. Because seasons ge- is an expansion generations. pack. As is generations, though. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. I guess installments, then. Yeah. We have to use the correct language. Install- this, is quite, yeah. this is very serious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, this is completely based on science, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so over over the 
the different installments or kind of generations, um, they've developed their own kind of lore. So there are different characters that pop up again and again and different sort of names and neighbourhoods um, and mysteries that the Sims fandom and committed Sim players have followed and been trying to uncover. And there's a woman at the centre of, <laughs> of all of these mysteries who is perhaps the most famous Sim of all time, and that is Bella Goth. Oh, Bella Goth. Bella Dark Goth, hair, red dress. Fatale. Exactly. That's literally all we know about femme her. Fatale. <laughs> well, that ends today, James, because I'm going to tell you <laughs> a lot about Bella Goth. I'm going to tell you who she is, who her Sims traits are, you know, what's her zodiac sign, her family <sighs> history, and how her journey maps out across the Sims timeline. Because the main mystery of Bella Goth is how Bella Goth died. And there's there's lots of kind of mystery surrounding this, and I am going to solve it for you today. Because she was a, she was a firm like a kind of concrete character of Sims One. She was like the love the, the nicest house in the neighborhood was the Goth house, and she was the main the key player the mum. And then come ra- comes Sims Two, the sequel, nowhere to be seen. The bitch is gone. Ooh, spooky, spooky. Oof. Yeah. I'm getting chills. I know. Getting all cyber feel, chills. I can. I'm getting chills. Yeah. So let's. I guess let's talk about Bella Goth as a person. And I, I suppose it's important for us to kind of mention that every sim has a list of different traits. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of born with four key traits. Not born with. They develop them over time, or you can create them and create a sim. Um, but they've got kind of key traits and aspirations as well. And I guess, like, before we talk about Bella, I think, though, everyone's here to listen to us. So I think we should talk about our Sims traits. (laughs) Yeah. I was getting a bit nervous that you weren't talking um, about me for, like, five minutes. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) It all the conversation always comes back, always comes back to you. I'm always jumping at the opportunity to insert myself into a woman's disappearance. (laughs) Like every true crime podcast that has come before us. I must centre myself at the cornerstone of this mystery, yeah. I need to be involved in some way. Yeah. Go yeah. on then. So, James, like, let's talk Sims traits. If you were a Sim, tell me about the Sim that you would be. Well, so, I mean, me and you are kind of Sim aficionados. And I think I, I speak for the both of us when I say I personally relate to Sims 2 the most. I love Sims 2. It is the peak of the series. It is the game. Mm. I have, however, picked out traits from Sims 4 because... Another key part of my personality is that I like to be involved with the most current installation of anything. So, like, be it iOS's, Sims games, um, the current day we're currently living, and then, you know, anything that happens in the past I consider now irrelevant. So I have gone for Sims 4 traits. I hope you'll humour me in this. Um, Is it 5 you You're safe with me. I think... Um, It's 4. Oh, goodness. Well, I've gone for 4 But we can do 5, because we're well-rounded people. I mean, I'm I, I'm quite a lot of these anyway, but I've gone for four. I've gone for five that I think are really kind of key to my personality. One of them being, I think, I don't know in Sims Four, but there's like one of those things where like it's less of a characteristic of their personality. It's more of like a inbuilt advantage. Like for one of them was mm-hmm. like, you know, being really good at cooking, for instance, like natural chef mm-hmm. or something. I couldn't remember that in the game, but I've gone for one of those, and because they're in a separate box on the on the Sims Wiki site. So I've gone, I guess I've gone for four personality traits and then one like installed in me advantage that I have in life. (laughs) So I've gone for um, glutton, materialistic, Mm -hmm. non-committal, unflirty. Oh, I've gone for five, cheerful and cheerful. And then my, um, my, like my big lot in life is a prepared voyager. Would you agree? <laughs> you are the least prepared Voyager I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> right, I just I just want to take pause here and remember the time that we decided we were going to go to Japan and we went round to your house to go and organise our trip. Bearing in mind, none of us had ever been to Japan before and we were going for quite a long time. We were trying to work out what we were going to be doing and we had arranged this time to all meet up and organise it. And we were in your bedroom and it was just after the Miss Vanjie song had come out. And... <laughs> 
me and Kate sat there and planned everything. We're like translating websites from Japanese to English. And every time we ask you a question, you would refuse to answer it and just be like, watch me do the splits and just do the splits in front of us um, and refuse to engage in any planning whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, so... I mean, with that, like, I just wanted to provide you both with something entertaining, i.e. me doing a trick whilst you did something boring, a.k.a. planning a trip for me on my behalf. <laughs> I mean, like, I... I have this one of those brains where, like, you start, like, I hate organising stuff and as soon as we ha- I have like a list of options or like there's different opinions on different things I just my brain just stops and I get so bored and like I was so restless as well I just kept pacing the room and like listening to crazy like horrible music and fl- like flopping on the floor and stuff I just absolutely couldn't do it it's a character flaw I'm sorry <laughs> I mean, that's why I will only... I've I've hit my number of Leos that I can have in my life now. <laughs> I can't have any more. It's enough. It's enough. I can't handle any more. I I'm just sorry, need some it's sensible boring. earth signs. Practicality is boring. Who wants practicality when you can have a bit of a sense of Well, yeah, of but it's got to be done, hasn't it? So I will say, <sighs> maybe take prepared out there. I'm just Voyager. Always ready, okay. always up for it. Always ready to just leave and go somewhere else. <laughs> at, any, at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Impulsive. <laughs> I think yeah, the okay. biggest difference in our personalities that is that I'm incredibly impatient and impulsive. A case in point being like, let's go to this random thing that's opened up in London. And I'll be like, okay, cool. I'll get my coat. And you're like, oh no, I, I meant it in like two weeks time. What, what, what do you mean? Why can't we go immediately? I don't get it. I know. I just need to be able to plan things, you know? I have to have it like all organized. Uh, I don't like making rash decisions about things. I, need a, I always like, have rashes. Because for me, like, <laughs> you've always got a rat on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then, what are your, what are right, your traits? I'm going to stop talking. Right, so <laughs> I've got four. <laughs> um, I have got um, four key traits. Um, and I think we share the first one, which is glutton. Love glutton. Um, I'm the same. Uh, but I'm also clumsy, erratic, and my most enduring personality trait is that I hate the outdoors. <laughs> I honestly, I was I was saying the other day that like I could happily never go outside ever again if everything was like catered for me in my house and like people came to see me and there was like a pub in my back garden. Like I I just don't feel any need to be outside. I think I think outside is boring. I don't like it. I have to tell you that every single day during lockdown on my lunch break, I have had to leave the house and go for like an hour walk. I have to leave the house. I, I literally, I would go crazy. I just, I cannot understand that mentality at all. Always ready for the voyage, Jamie. Yeah. Maybe I'm like homebody. I'm just, no, I tell you what, I'm just lazy. That's it. I just can't be I mean, asked. Lazy was Leaving one of these options. Is like effort. And I was kind of wanting to put yeah. lazy as well, but I had too many. I had too many negative traits. <laughs> I think I'm more materialistic than I am lazy and more non-committal and flirty than I am lazy. But I'm also cheerful. Mm. Oh, how nice. Um, But in The Sims 2, you had like Mm. six different categories of person you could be, which is obviously a lot more limiting, but I do love categorizing myself in any way, shape or form. So um, we've got, you can either be a pleasure sim, a family sim, romance, knowledge, fortune or popularity. What would you say that you were? Um, I think I would like to be a romance sim, but I'm a popularity sim. I am 100% popularity sim, for sure. But <laughs> I would never make my sims that because making friends in the sims is deeply boring. Um, oh my God, I hate it. I guess maybe I'm a pleasure sim actually a little yeah. bit too. Because that, that, that was just, they liked to sit down. <laughs> I, can, I can relate to like, the pleasure sim. I think I'm the, least family. The problem with me is like... Family's my, my bottom. Well, in, in real life, like, no shade to my family, but like, yeah, agree. Um, but on The Sims, I don't know about you, but I play like a fucking Tory. My All of my too. Sims, I make them have very stable nuclear families and do really well in school and raise their kids really well and get really boring jobs and work them to death so they make money and they're successful never had a have a bad life experience and they literally all they do is go to work do their homework go to bed 
and that's it and i and i always get those like little notifications being like your sim hasn't left the house in a few days they need to go outside and i'm like no, they fucking don't they've got work and I, to do. I hear you like i'm all about accumulating wealth for my specific family not paying my taxes um not co- contributing anything to the community whatsoever not making any friends not like the neighbors come around i completely ignore them you know when you first meet yeah. a sim and the three neighbors come around and knock on the door Ooh. I'm like they bring that. a cake and then just leave the cake and it rots. Like, why would you do that? Leave me alone. I'm here just to attain money, <laughs> skills, and goals, and to not contribute to the community whatsoever. A gigantic Tory. Always inviting the headmaster from the private school round as well. Give me a little wine and dine sixty nine. Get my kids into that good school. Perfect. Yeah. When the Make holiday the expansion pack came around, it's like, oh, we, oh, we want to go on holiday now. Like, well, you're not. I'm sorry. I got that for the furniture and for the different <laughs> things I could put in my house. You're not going on holiday. It's a waste of time. You're, you could be working. <laughs> I am an Orwellian god. <laughs> a dystopian figure I, in their lives. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's nice that we've got this outlet to get that part of our like internalised capitalism out mm. without forcing it on people in the real world. So I mean, as you can I see from our traits, I don't have I didn't choose ambitious, did I? I didn't choose any of those ones. <laughs> <laughs> I just chose rotting. <laughs> I'm a rotten sim. Um, but um, I did find on that same Wikipedia page of The Sims 2, a, a thing I completely forgot about, which was introduced in Sims 2, I want to say Nightlife. Is it Nightlife or Hot Date or something? Um, mm. But they introduced the concepts of turn-ons and turn-offs. Do you remember this? Mm. And you could choose two turn-ons and one turn-off for your sim. And I've sent you this yeah. list. That's what I just sent you. So there's like a whole ass list full of things. You ch- so you choose two as your turn-ons and one turn-off. Have a little peruse of it. I know that I'm like now producing your own episode, but still. <laughs> oh no, this is, it's great. We all, we all bring something to the table on Sticky Leaks. Um, so I would say there's... Because there's various um, different sort of aesthetic things. And yes, lots of hair colours. Yeah, lots of hair colours, but also a couple of, um, I guess, skills or personality things. I guess my turn-ons would be custom hair. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Hard worker, surely. Yeah, either hard worker or charismatic. I think, yeah. Oh, I've gone for charismatic as well, but I, I'm surprised you didn't go for robots. To be fair, out of anyone... I would be the person to fall in love with a robot or like a simulator. Like that could be me on her. I re- <laughs> I love that film. Um, I've gone for um, uh, charismatic as well, but I also am really drawn to uh, jewelry and full face makeup. Yeah. And then my, my turn off is stink. <laughs> <laughs> but also I like a bit witchiness. of stink. I like a bit of witchiness. They have all the, the different things. So you can have, you can have zombieism yeah. as one of your turn-ons. Which, so essentially your sim is a necrophile. That's like a that's, uh, that's that what is. they mean. Um, actually, I, <laughs> uh, my turn-off would probably be good at cleaning. Turn-off? I don't want... Yeah. Why? I, do I want to live with a neat freak? No. Absolutely oh not. Like, I'm not... I'm clean and tidy to a limit, but I am not fastidious. And I find it very stressful to be around people who are... Um, sorry. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's definitely no. me. <laughs> Fastidious is my middle name. Um, actually, I, no, I tell you what, um, turns me off. Fitness. Fucking no. Oh yeah, boring. No. Stinky boring. boring. I don't care about that at all. Boring. Absolutely not. But not I, interested I, at all. I completely, um, forgot about that feature. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. They should bring it back because it just makes things more I'm interesting. And why do they get rid of star signs as well, by the way? Fantastic. Like, because you could click them and they would change the, your list of personality features to uh, to be aligned with that star sign. And I've also, this is the last thing I've pulled up, have taken Leo and Virgo. I can read you out what, what they are because I think it's really funny. Um, <laughs> so Virgo, you are nine out of 10 neat, two out of 10 outgoing. <laughs> you are medium lazy and active like in the middle you're very serious and you're quite grouchy (laughs) sorry i mean that's that's me to a t babes it is it really is 
but then Leo is so much worse. So I'm 10 out of 10 outgoing and then everything else is shit. So I'm sloppy, lazy, serious and grouchy, <laughs> but very outgoing, which just describes a maniac. <laughs> Hi there. Sorry. Um, Hi, my name's Jane. Um, yeah, Jane Eyre. Sorry, I'm actually just having a, a bit of a hard time at the moment. Um, bear with, I'm sorry. So my friend Charlotte, right, was like, oh my God, your life is like so interesting. I'd love to do a story about it. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Like thinking like, obviously, you know, Netflix talk about the psycho ex, you know, the one that burnt down my house. Oof, don't talk about it. Um, anyway, no, but I was like, oh my God, right material. Really exposed that bitch. Really into it, okay. But um, no, okay. It actually turned out to just be this long, dusty book. Um, and I was like, okay, fine, Charlotte, whatever. Um, but I've actually just got round to reading it and it's actually just so horrible. Oh my God, no, sorry. Sorry, but it is, no. Um, I thought she was my friend, but it's not even just a book. It's just, it's honestly just bullying. Like the whole way through, she's just like calling me and my poor husband just like ugly and plain. Like she calls me, I'm sorry, plain Quakerish governess. Is she having a laugh? Like so honestly, it's just jealous. She's so spiteful. I've just taken such a huge step back in my self-confidence because of this. And well, anyway, so I'm partnering with the, uh, the hashtag Be Kind campaign to put a stop to this kind of nastiness. Um, I recently met with uh, Dr. Alex from uh, Love Island to talk about how nasty Charlotte was to me. And he was telling me the same thing. He was like, yeah, when I was on TV, everyone called me Red. And I was just like, oh, so actually such a twist thing to say to somebody, to call them Red. So I just wanted to reach out to Sticky Leaks and, you know, just get the message out there to hashtag be kind and to say that bullying is not okay in any shape or form, be it reality TV show competitions via Twitter or through long dusty novels. Sticky Leaks listeners can donate now to the government's anti-bullying campaign. You just go to justgiving.com slash is actually fit and uh, just give what you can today. Thank you for, for just giving me this platform right now, but... um. And anyway, um, Charlotte Bronte, if you are listening, uh, you can go fuck yourself, you spiteful little bitch. Are you known for being a sad little loser? Oh, do you bring a packed lunch to your quiet little office job every day? Are you 30 years old and still use a flannel? Then you might be a pre-cum baby. Millions across the world are realising they were conceived not by their dad nutting his most potent cum directly into your mum's cervix in a moment of raw carnal lust, but from a three-day-old sperm caught under his fingernail while he slips a cheeky finger in while she's trying to watch Gogglebox. Rather than representing the pinnacle of their parents' DNA smashing together in an act of euphoria, pre-cum babies have been proven to be less likely to thrive at life and more likely to have a life that can only be described as underwhelming. If you suspect you were conceived by a trickle of pre-cum rather than a full blast of premium ejaculate, we are here for you. The Pre-Cum Babies Benevolent Fund was established to support the lives and well-being of people whose start to life didn't even involve finishing. We're here to listen and tell you to grow the fuck up and go out shagging to break the cycle of pre-cum babies for good. Sticky Leaks has partnered with the Pre-Cum Babies Benevolent Fund as part of our commitment to charitable causes for people less successful and powerful than ourselves. And we're asking for our listeners to support too. By texting PRECUM to 00069, you can donate £10,000 to support the well-being of Pre-Cum Babies across the nation, helping them to live fulfilling, less pathetic lives in spite of their full start to life. Support Pre-Cum Babies now. Well, should we turn to Bella herself and Ms. we Goth can talk about her and look into who she is, what her traits are, what her star sign is and a little bit about her life. So to preface this, I need to talk about the Sims timeline, which is the kind of order that the games go in. So the best game in the franchise is The Sims 2, hands down, literal best game mm-hmm. ever created in the world. I think we've both agreed and aligned on that. Um, and that's where the majority of uh, today's kind of mysterious happenings are going on. But we need to kind of track back to, to get to The Sims 2. So before The Sims 2 is The Sims 1, 
And The Sims 1 happens 25 years before The Sims 2. And then before The Sims 1 is The Sims 3, and that happens 25 years before The Sims 1. So The Sims 3 starts kind of 50 years before The Sims 2. And then The Sims 4 is on a completely alternate timeline and just like completely destroyed all of this very interesting character and world building. So we won't talk too much on, about that. Um, so we first meet Bella Goth in The Sims 3. She's a child um, and her name's actually Bella Bachelor. And she is a cancer um, in her star sign. Bella is? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like Diana before mysterious... Exactly. A mysterious There's... girl. Yeah, she is a mysterious girl. Her traits are good, lucky and brave. So, you know, she's got a lot going for her, I'd say. Got protagonist traits right there. I bet she's also a prepared voyager. (laughs) A voyager to the other realm of death. Yeah. Well, she makes, she makes a voyage at at some point and we can, we can talk a little bit about that. So even as a child, Bella wears a red dress. It's kind of her statement piece in the same way that like smiley face print dungarees are mine. Bella's is her red dress. Um, and she's got sort of dark hair. Um, Mm. and she's best mates with, a little boy called Mortimer Goth. Mortimer Goth is the child of the kind of Goth family, and he is a Taurus. Mm, which okay. I, I think as Tauruses go, I think it's very split gender-wise. I think Taurus women, fantastic. Solid. Fantastic people. Salt of the earth. Solid, solid people. I don't know any, if many non-binary Taurus people but um we remain to kind of see what they are like uh but one thing I will say with confidence Taurus men fucking worst people in the world <laughs> the most prominent <laughs> one I know is my dad <laughs> <laughs> well they oh dear <laughs> <laughs> as a rule Taurus men are just horrible because they've got all of those like stubborn Taurus traits but with the privilege of being a man um and Ugh. it's toxic it's absolutely toxic i hate it um so yeah her best friend is is mortimer goth and she's pretty pretty chill pretty happy she's obsessed with like dark witchy things she's just like this little baby goth her kind of Written thing stars, dark really? red. i know it's almost like she's kind of like setting herself up um for marriage to someone who's called mortimer goth do you think that's the main that's appeal of Mortimer? Happens. She met him at school. She's like, your surname is Goth. That's a bit of me. You stick around. I'll fuck you. Take that surname and then fuck off, I guess. Whatever happened to her. Yeah. I can I can totally see that. I mean, like, everyone tells you not to change yourself for a boy. But we've all been there. And Bella, Bella Bachelor. that surname. To be fair, I probably would. Like, if I had the chance to get the surname Goth... I'd fucking go for it. Amy Goth. But you'd spell Amy differently. You'd spell Amy A-I-M-E-E. Amy Goth. And you'd have like an absolutely absurd MSN name as well. Actually, I I don't think I could meet you if you were called, you had your surname Goth. It would really have impacted your personality in such a way. (laughs) I mean, come on. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't suit me as a person, but it would be sick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, James Goth just sounds like a Tory, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm better off being James Emo or something. James Scene. James hanging round by the skater park. I mean, I love that. Can't skateboard to save my life, but just love being near him. Just being near the full of the board. (laughs) Lap up the vibes. Right, so um, we next meet Belagoth in The Sims 1. And this is like the base game Sims. And mm-hmm. we meet her as an adult. Um, she's now married to Mortimer Goth. So she is now officially Bella Goth. And they live in this like gorgeous gothic mansion. It's very dark and sensual. And they have a child called Cassandra, who's also a cancer. Um, Bella Goth likes to play the piano. She likes to paint. And she has got a massive interest in the paranormal. Like, mm-hmm. she's taken that, like, early childhood goth phase and she has really ramped that shit up. Um, same girl, she's got, like... same bestie. Love you, bestie. 
bestie ballet. Yeah, she. I mean, she, <laughs> she's like consistent. I mean, she's got her personal brand like literally sorted. So yeah, life's pretty fab for her. She's got fucking loads of money. She's got a really cool child who looks a bit like Ella Emhoff, like with the round glasses <laughs> and the weird hair. Um, oh God, Ella Emhoff playing Cassandra Garth in the film. Love that. Oh, I would love to see that. <laughs> um so she's yeah she's living her best life like pleased for her proud of her so that's that's the sims one um and then 25 years later after the sims one comes the sims two and things are very very different so you open the sims two you are kind of given different kind of neighbourhoods to to try out. And there are some kind of ongoing storylines that are happening. Mm-hmm. So when you start The Sims 2 and you start a game in Pleasant View, you can see that things are very different. So Bella's now missing. There's, oh, there's no sighting of her. She's nowhere to be seen. The Goth family live in Pleasant View. Uh, Mortimer is an old man. Cassandra is grown up and they have a younger child called Alexander, who's also a cancer. Fucking hell. Cassandra is engaged to a lovely chap called Don Lothario, who is unexpectedly a Leo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As you might expect. You just talk shit about Taurus men, but can can we just say Leo men? So much worse. Worse. Obviously, queerness tempers both. Like I know some lovely queer Taurus men, and qu- I obviously am a queer Leo man. But straight Leo men, fuck my life. The traits Yuck. being outgoing, like charismatic, big life of the party, energetic, fit really well with someone who is queer who has something to say. Straight people have nothing to say. Straight men specifically. So mm. it's just lots of hot air, loud, loud hot I was, air. I was in a relationship with a straight Leo man for over five years i've done my time <laughs> as a lesbian yeah because... <laughs> the lesbian penance a leah man would trap you yeah exactly and you know maybe don lothario's trapped cassandra in in that way um cassandra aka ella emhoff so oh i meant to mention that bella isn't an only child she's got a brother called michael Michael Bachelor, and unfortunately, by the time we get to The Sims 2, Michael Bachelor has died. But he is the late husband of a woman called Dina Caliente, and I'll get onto her in a second. But mm. these are the kind of key key players at the moment. But the the big news is that Bella is gone. You can't find her in the game. You can't play her. She is absolutely nowhere. But people have memories of her. Because in The Sims 2, like, it was such a good game because they all had, like, memories and you could kind of go back through people's memories and see what happened. Um, so, like, if they pissed themselves at the bowling alley, they'd remember it forever. Um, but, yeah, people have got memories of Belagoth. But she's missing. So she's not dead. Her icon is still green. Um, so it's not greyed out if you go into the family tree, but you can't play with her. Um, she hasn't been gone for too long, so Alexander, her child, can still remember her, and he's still only a child, but he can't remember her disappearing. Now, her last lo- known location, um, according to like, sort of all of the memories of all the characters, was on Don Lothario's decking in his back garden. So Mm. if you go into Don Lothario's memories and his photo albums, you can see that he tried to make a romantic move on her, which she denied. And straight after this, Bella Goth goes missing. Now, that's a bit weird because Don Lothario's actually engaged to her daughter. So he's like trying to make a milf out of her. Um, Trying to milf that. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like this is like typical straight man behavior to like try and get involved in your with your mother-in-law isn't it it's a bit expected. I mean, literally yeah literally and so like he's like the key like last witness of bella um but there's another couple of people that are being brought into this situation and that is the absolute icons that's are the caliente sisters 
so we've got the Caliente sisters who are Nina, who's a Scorpio, and Dina, who's a Sagittarius. Um, and they <sighs> are honestly, like... Honestly, love those girls. <laughs> love those girls. Um, those are my are girls. Literally... They are my girls. They are my girls. They so are. They're like extremely hot, extremely nasty, materialistic <laughs> um, <laughs> girls with the surname that literally means hot. They're In like Spanish as well. Yeah, their names rhyme. They're like two gorgeous sisters who just happen to appear in town on the eve of Bella's disappearance. And in their bio, it says, is there interest in Mortimer, physical or fiscal? Um, Because they are kind of rounding up on Mortimer Goth, Bella's ex-husband. They're like interested in getting to know her, him, and there's there's a lot of kind of mystery and intrigue surrounding them, and this is partly because the Calientes are actually one quarter alien. So in their family tree, their Most grandfather, yeah, like I think it only adds to their like hotness credentials the fact that they're like aliens, which I love. Ugh. Um. So yeah, they've they've arrived on the eve of um, Bella's disappearance, and so there's loads of rumours flying around Pleasant View that it was the Calientes that did it. But they're kind of, you know, there's a there's a bit of sort of mystery going on there. Yeah, oh, it's also um, important to say that Dina Caliente um, used to be married to Bella Goth's brother Michael Bachelor, but obviously he's died. So you know bit of weird hmm. stuff going on there it's all getting sort of getting very sort of you know intertwined when, um, I mean, so we've got um mortimer goth go on oh no i was just saying like when you log on to sims 2 as a as a youth and you see like the picture of the girls and one's like obsessed with money one's obsessed with fucking one's in a bikini one's in like a little kind of skimpy dress just, they're definitely set up as villains but like Little did they know, little young me was like, these girls, these girls are my girls, these girls are icons. They're kind of like, this. if they had a Sims version of The Simple Life, they'd cast the Calientes on it, wouldn't mm. they? Let's be real. Oh my God. Yeah, they would. Like, I love the Calientes. As you say, like, obsessed with money and fucking and just like being hot and young. Like, <laughs> cannot get anything better than that honestly love them love them such girlies the girlies absolute girlies girl gang (laughs) yeah um so can i I suppose those are like the key players um do you know like some of the theories that are kind of buzzing around as to why bella goth is is dead or disappeared Um, rather well i remember remember like going back to it and like obviously noticing that she was disappeared, not not being, not dead, disappeared. And I remember thinking that it had something to do with Strange Town, which was like, because you had like the three neighbourhoods. You had Pleasant View, aka the one that everyone played because it was the best one. Um, you had Veronaville, which was some kind of weird Romeo and Juliet thing that was like, everyone had old fashioned names and I don't really understand what they wanted us to do with that. It was a very, it was a weird swing and a miss for me. And then Strange Town, which is interesting, has full, full of mystery and intrigue, but I just didn't like playing Desert. I thought it was boring. I want to play on grass, not desert. So I never really did much with it. But I remember thinking that Bella was abducted by aliens, maybe. And she was taken to Strange Town to have, they had a little fiddle or something. I don't know, maybe. That Mm. was my, that was my theory anyway. Mm. Well, there does seem to be something sort of extraterrestrial going on. Definitely. I guess the kind of main theories are that Bella Goth was abducted by aliens so she's on this deck there's a telescope on the deck in in Don Lothario's back garden we know that's a super quick way to get abducted by aliens and as you say she was sighted in Strange Town which was notorious for aliens and she kind of has been sighted there but she's got like no memories she wasn't wearing a wedding ring there's this kind of like weird paranormal coincidence that the Caliente sisters arrived in town on the night of Bella's disappearance could they have got their alien connections to kidnap Bella and get her out of the picture so that Dina could go after Mortimer's money because remember Dina's sort of trying to get in with with Mortimer I mean Dina's Um, my girl I just don't think she would do it I just don't I mean I think we should pick this up because 
I actually think it uh, stinks of racism, the fact that people just assume mm-hmm. that two alien women from another place are immediately painted as the guilty party. Like Absolutely. Being hot is not a yeah. crime. <laughs> it's not, and neither should it be. They're just two young girls from a slightly different planet, like, trying to live their best lives. Earth you know, adjacent, you know. Um, exactly. They're just so, two young Earth adjacent hotties. Like, imagine yeah, that their season of Bad Girls Club. Or X on the what Beach. What is Bad Girls Club? What is, are you kidding? What is Bad Girls Club? It was an amazing early TV show. And they'd go, there was like 20 seasons because they would like go to different locations. And it was just, they'd go to like, say Vegas and be like, who are the bad girls of Vegas? And then put them all in a house together and it was just fighting. Because <laughs> they're all bad girls. I love it. Okay, I'm going to get into that. Um, I hope to see Nina and Dina on of... it. And they would be, they'd be bad girls club, uh, colon pleasant view. <laughs> <laughs> those two brandy broke would be on it definitely she'd be cast eliza pancakes would be trying to get in but oh she definitely no. wouldn't be cast she'd be like friends with the no. cast well she'd say she's friends with the cast on socials but like everyone would be like eliza mm. we know you stay at home with your husband and live and sleep in a separate bed from him so let's talk about that like you want to you want to go down that route eliza I no i fucking hate eliza pancakes fuck off <laughs> anyway go on yeah so the caliente sisters like oh, this is, is this just kind of, you know, how we see strangers or foreigners um, and we immediately place the blame on them, particularly if they're women. Like, you know, it's xenophobic, it's misogynistic, it's it's not really on. Um, the other theory is that Don Lothario did it. So mm. we know that he, she rejected his advances. He, he's a Leo man. And so he got embarrassed and wanted to shut her up. Um, but... And the last place he, you know, the last place she was sighted was on his deck. But the thing is, like, she's not dead. So does it really check out? She's just disappeared. And, like, how would Don Lothario make her disappear? We do know that Bella Goth eventually died. So there's an expansion pack called Lunar Lakes, which personally I would never have bought because, I don't know, it was kind of weird and there were different timelines and it was all mysterious and, like, specifically not about having a very normal, boring life. So I, I, I'm I the same. wasn't interested. I was absolutely uninterested in the Making Magic one or the future one. I had no no interest whatsoever. For me, I want, like tangible realistic things to happen i would always turn vampires off zombies off whatever same ghosts can stay because ghosts are real but like yeah i wasn't having any like a fucking plant sim no thank you no oh yeah i really hate the fact that they seem to think that that's what people want people want like generations and like new ways to discipline your kids fuck off do we want plant sims i remember being so excited when they brought acne in And they were like, but also mermaids. And I'm like, fuck off with you, mermaid. Just, gi- just give my teen some acne. Let's have an experience here. That's what to write home about. I think I genuinely downloaded a mod for The Sims 4 to get to give them acne. You probably downloaded a mod that like let you have like a messy work surface or something. Like yeah, <laughs> like a, co- a condiment that, expansion pack. Honestly, yes. They, you know, they've got like a laundry expansion pack. Oh, I love when they have laundry. Yeah. All you do is do laundry. Oh, love it! Absolutely love it. Like I go, I oscillate between that and the um, the extreme violence mod that you can get, where oh you can God. just get people like run over by cars. Um, <laughs> You're perfect. You just get yeah. murdered all the time. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, when you have conversations with people about The Sims, and they're always like, "Oh, you know, oh, was it funny when you could take the ladder, take the ladder up the swimming pool and drown them?" And you're like, "That's like." Entry level base Sims humor. I am currently kidnapping chasing people. Eliza Pancakes with a machete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like blood everywhere. Like, no, we're not living in the same world. Hello, I'm down to earth girl and noted foodie, Princess Beatrice. With restaurants opening their doors this month, I'm here to offer you a must-have deal at my favorite eatery. That's right. Pizza Express is offering Sticky Leaks listeners a starter and main for only $9.95. That's a starter and main for $9.95 if you tell your waiter you have a discount code just after they've already brought you the bill. 
Pizza Express is a fantastic establishment that myself and my family have long since been patrons of. Enjoy the undiscovered flavours of Italy by digging into their uh, balls. have a slice of margarita, or tuck into a bowl of, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, pasta. You'll be mad to miss out. Get down to your local Pizza Express today and shout code STICKY at the friendly waiter and get a starter and main for 9 95 And if you drink tap water and don't tip, you and your BF can make change from a 20. Pizza Express. I've definitely been before. Hi, I'm that boy off the Frosties advert that a generation of children bullied to the point where the only way out for me was to thrust a pencil up my nose and give myself a lobotomy. Fortunately, I died, and I've spent the last decade in hell where I've been feasting on a fortified and filling breakfast every single morning. As soon as I wake up, I pour myself a delicious bowl of teeth. Teeth have a crunchy outside and a deliciously fleshy inside. I can't get enough of them, even though they splintered my own teeth into ragged husks. That's what you get from being in hell, I guess. And Teeth's new special decay flavour brings an unmissable fragrance and metallic taste to breakfast time that you won't want to miss. I've made contact with the Mortal Realm to introduce this brand new breakfast cereal exclusively to Sticky Leaks listeners. For your chance to bring an extra crunch to breakfast time, contact your local dental hygienist and whisper code COMELICIOUS at them. They'll hook you up with a bowl of teeth for you to enjoy. Teeth should be consumed as part of a nutritious and balanced diet. We will not release information about the source of the teeth, just know that they were deeply unethically sourced. Teeth will not be liable for halitosis, canker sores or bleeding gums caused by eating teeth. Teeth do not endorse this Frosty's boy and hope he rots in hell where he belongs. So, okay, speaking of um, Sims crimes and, and violence, I am going to kind of tell you about the most accepted theory. Um, so rather than the Calientes doing it, um, I think we need to turn our attention to the the man who's kind of at the centre of this, Mortimer Goth. Remember, he's her childhood lover mm-hmm. or childhood best friend turned lover. Um, he's also a scientist and he... When Sims become the the top of their careers, um, they invent something. And he has invented the age reversal serum. So the age reversal serum allows you to kind of like go back to the last kind of phase of your life. Um, and actually, it's commonly theorised that Bella is actually the first test subject of this because... In The Sims 2, she's an adult while Mortimer is an elder and she has a grown-up daughter. So on the day of her abduction, she's taken the serum and has reversed reverts back into being a brand new adult. Um, She obviously then goes over to introduce herself to her neighbour Don, Lothario, they get along. He puts the moves on Bella because of course he fucking does. She's like, yeah, no, bitch. He runs off and he's not there when Bella's abducted by aliens. So Bella's never seen again, but shortly after her abduction, a UFO crashes in Strangetown and there's like weird reports that Bella is in Strangetown and people are kind of spotting her. So Bella's out of the picture now and life goes on. And actually Mortimer and uh, Dina hit it off. Uh, Marriage is sort of definitely on the cards. Cassandra, Mortimer and Alexandra all kind of had all aged up and kind of people are sort of living their best life but what's interesting is even though Mortimer and Bella have you know had this long happy relationship um it's actually worth noting that Mortimer's literally fine with Bella being missing like he's not heartbroken he's not desperate to try to find her he's literally super chill um and it's like why is he fine? You know, this this very important person in his life is disappeared. To me, he's sus. Missing. Yeah. Like, I don't know about I you, but so. in my playthroughs of it, I remember like whenever I'd play the goth family, um, women would come around to the house all the time and like slap Mortimer because he was spying on them with his telescope. <laughs> that, that always happened. <laughs> he's a pervert. Dirty old pervert. He is a dirty old pervert and he's got his 
sights set on Dila Caliente, one of the hottest girls in town. There's also this thing of like, okay, you can bring the ghost of Belagoth back if you go and play the Lunar Lakes game, but she's got like no personality points, no memories. She's got no relationship with Mortimer. And if you start her relationship with Mortimer, they start off as acquaintances. Uh, and if you try and reintroduce them, they'll fight a lot and they won't get along well, which is like really weird because they're meant to be these like childhood best friends and this, they have this like weird power couple relationship. Um, so yeah, like, very, very suspicious. Mortimer has no memories, or no, the new Bella has no memories or relationship with him. They're, they got divorced at some point, they didn't get along well. Mortimer's super fine after Bella disappears, and Mortimer kind of gets into a relationship with Dina Caliente extremely soon after Bella's disappearance. Now, going back to our Sims 2 aspirations... Bella is actually a romance sim and that means in The Sims 2 that she likes to like fuck about a lot. So if you're a romance sim in The Sims 2, you're like you're shagging your way across town. Huh? You were just a hoe. Massive hoe. Massive hoe. I love that that was like what uh, what drives your life is family, connection, knowledge, uh, money, wealth, Shh. or fucking. <laughs> or shagging. <laughs> or just pure shagging. Being a pure legend. So you could either like be uh you could you could have any of the facets of your personality. You're essentially a Geordie Shaw cast member if you were a romance sim. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're just like literally anything that moves, you have three interactions with them, like get to know, make dirty joke, and then you are fucking in the hot tub. That's literally. it. Yeah. That's all you need to do. I mean sorry, idyllic, I would say. Woohooing it's sorry, yeah, you're right, woohooing. Um, so, in conclusion, because she's like this, this romance sim, shagging away across town, most people believe that Bella had an affair at some point. Mortimer found out, caused them to separate and divorce. Uh, Bella got pregnant with Alexander. Alexander was born and grows up and it's obvious that he's Mortimer's son by the way he looks. So they kind of got back together and tried their relationship again. And then Bella turned down on Lothario because she was kind of hoping to make things work with Mortimer mm -hmm. but all the signs are pointing to the fact that Mortimer Goth killed Bella because he was jealous of her having an affair he was jealous of her being a romance sim and also being young so remember he gave her the age reversal serum and now she's this busty young bitch who's ready to fuck. He gets jealous because he's an old man with no fucking game. And a pervo. Um, and yeah, he gets her abducted and killed because he can't stand to have her around if she's not completely committed to him. And also he's looking at a new sexy piece in the mm -hmm. name of Dina Caliente. So what do we know from this? This means Don Lothario is a terrible person, but he's innocent. The Calientes are fucking exquisite human beings, and they are innocent, but we think they're guilty. And actually, the guilty party is Mortimer Goth. And it's always the fucking way. It's always the husband. Always the pervy, it is. old, age-defying husband who was a scientist exactly. and a paedophile. Well, yeah. You can't really be a paedophile in the I mean, Sims, but if you, if you could, you'd, you'd bloody try. Yeah. I mean, you can see lots of parallels to the royal family here, actually, because yeah. it's a cancer, beautiful cancer woman who marries into a wealthy aristocratic family who, like, dies a mysterious death. There's questions over the parenthood of her second child yeah. you know there's there's lots of parallels between princess diana and the people's princess bella goth <laughs> <laughs> it's the cancerian right. the, the, the tragic exactly. fate of the cancerian woman yeah the, exactly <laughs> and we know that a large percentage of like murders and disappearances of women happen as a result of their partner rather than like stranger on the street or like other women um, or aliens or aliens and like we're always like quick to label newcomers as having like nefarious interests when exactly. problems 
are closer to home. There's a simple explanation. It's like Taurus men being the worst fucking people on the planet. So that's basically an explanation for what happened. But I think there's a higher meaning to this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, why why is all this going on? Or, like, what lesson can we learn from this? And I... My take on this is that, actually, this kind of storyline within The Sims is kind of a tale to be told on the victims of Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> so, right. Let me explain my thinking here. So, Bella Goth, newly divorced, newly aged down, brackets hot. She's out mm-hmm. playing the field. She's a romance sim. The sun's beating down on her. Um, Mortimer is absolutely next level jealous of her. So, he kills her to stop her having the hottest girl summer of all time. And as a cancer, she should be in her prime in the warm climates of the summer. But her time to shag around was cut short. So she never could have the hot girl summer that she wanted. And we know that the hot girl summer was starting because, of course, Dina and Nina are basically the horse girls of the hot girl summer. Like, they're bringing hot girl looks. Literally, a surname. Literally only hot people would have. They've got the mysterious and intense energy of Scorpio and Sagittarius. Yeah. But they too are also victims of the hot girl summer because they've landed in Pleasant View and they're ready to shag their way across town, but they're immediately met with hostility and suspicion. Mm. And so, obviously, hot girl summer is basically defined as sort of like eradicating... Um, society's trope of like what women should be doing based on misogynistic and one-dimensional definitions on how to be a good woman men are so men are basically allowed to have this like bachelor lifestyle where they go out fucking and doing whatever they want um and women generally aren't allowed to do the same thing and so hot girl summer is a reclamation Mm -hmm. um of sexuality by allowing women to be unapologetically sexy, smart, independent, and just living their best lives. And I think it's really sad that these women, including like young hot Bella Goth, the Caliente sisters, mm-hmm. you know, were out looking for a shag. And once again, the patriarchy has put a stop to that. And I Caliente guess like- in summer. And I suppose yeah. in Pleasant View, when you first install Sims 2, because they, you don't have seasons just yet, it is perpetually summer. It's always yeah. hot outside. They can, it's always pool weather. Dina is famous for being in a bikini in her prof pic. So a perpetual hot girl summer, thwarted yet again by the patriarchy. Exactly. And I think I'd just like to leave you with a note from another cursed cancer woman, Lana Del Rey. Um, whose hit song, Summertime Sadness, gives a slight kind of alluding to the tragedy of Bella Goth's life. She said, I've got my red dress on tonight, dancing in the dark in the pale moonlight. Done my hair up real big, beauty queen style. High heels off, I'm feeling alive. God bless, honestly. I, I just think that's a beautiful kind of thought about Bella Goth and the tragedy of the hot girl summer that never was. So, yeah, that's that's my kind of take on, on the mystery of Bella Goth. You know, it's, I guess it's kind of sad, really, but it's also a reminder that we should all be going out and having the hottest girl summers that we possibly oh. can have. You know, in a world where Bella Goth's was cut short, we need to be the Calientes and take mm. control of being sexy and flirty and shagging and getting money. A beautiful message, I'd say. And mm. w- w- it's kind of whatever shagging means to you as well, because shagging could be, you know, inserting genitals into other genitals or whatever. Or in The Sims case, when you move objects on the bed away, they tend to just sort of like lie down parallel, staring at each other unblinking and, and holding each other very, very tight. So. Whatever, whatever fucking means to you, I think. Get it, get it while you can, girl. Get it in your perpetual, everlasting sim summer. Don't be thwarted by older men. And don't be tempered by a male- malevolent god removing the pool ladder. 
while you're having a swim. Exactly. Exactly. So the next time you're off your tits at 5am and you open up your favourite dating app, just remember, just go with it, have a hot mm. girl summer. And if you need to, you can go around their house and play The Sims 2 build mode music at them while they are you. <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> I, oh my God. I mean, it's, it's a car, it's a car, honestly, anyone who's played The Sims 2 knows that build and buy mode music in The Sims 2 is honestly, oh, it's such a vibe. Like, those pumps are the pumps that you should be giving to your, to your little piece. I did, sorry, I once played, um, I invited a boy around who had a gigantic penis and was very nice, but also aloof. And I played The Sims 2 build my music to chill the vibe. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? He wasn't there to make friends with me. He was just there for one reason. And I wasn't really on the same page. <laughs> I was absolutely fucked up my head, pinged off my nut, playing Sims music. And all I, you know, all I was left with was jaw ache and disappointment. So that was me there attempting a hot girl summer. <laughs> yeah, but, but this year... You'll this be better, year. you'll be braver, and all you need to do is embody the Caliente sisters. And Lana and Bella. Go out on the town and get yourself a man. Put my and red Lana dress on and tonight. Bella. And Princess yeah. Diana. Oh, R.I.P. Lady Die. Yeah. R.I.P. Bella. R.I.P. Lady Die. <laughs> Bella Goth. Oh, well, that was lovely. Well, there what you I go. Lo- what I, I mean, you can't say that about this podcast, it doesn't have a heartwarming message at the end. Because it does. That's a really lovely thing to think. Yeah. Yeah. That's feminism, that is. That is feminism. I've, I have taught you about feminism today. So um, You've done a feminism. Yeah, you're lucky. I have, I've done a big stinking feminism all over the place. You're a promising young sim. All right, All right. Then. Well, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, and remember to have a hot girl summer wherever yeah. you are and whatever you're doing. R.I.P.'s the sim I used to be. Thank you so much, Amy. Love that. <laughs> and that was Simlish for, um, actually I can't translate that because that's a slur, but um, thanks anyway. You did try. Illy, love you, TTYL, BRB. Love you, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye.